there is a guy <laughs> in uh, somewhere in Ireland. Okay. And there's a sunglassed man by the name of Bono, for instance, a little group called U2. And, you know, Bono, is he's human just like any of us, although he uh, may sometimes act like he's more. A supernatural smile. Do you think he's got a good smile? You like no, I was just trying to do what you do where I just... Is he handsome? Chime in. Folks? <laughs> Call in. Was Bono, is he good looking? Is he... What do he, you think? Use the code Bono. <laughs> um, I'm asking you, On Target.com, <laughs> and they'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think he's attractive. They'll automatically upload a YouTube Oh, but you know what? Those, iPhone. like in old photos... Yeah, when, yeah. Maybe he used to be pretty attractive. Yeah, yeah. yeah back yeah. in the day. Okay, but, what about Bob? He's got somewhat of a sweet tooth. And, oh, he does? Yeah, so he keeps his pantry well stocked. Um, you know, he actually does the grocery shopping himself. Oh, okay. A lot of people find that kind of cool. Down to earth. At the local market. But anyway, when he's feeling in the mood for a little sweet treat, he goes to the pantry and uh, cracks that thing open and he goes, Whoa, the Swedish fish. <laughs> no. I think our cat's after a mouse here. Oh. And then, you know, when he's really feeling frisky, you know what he does then? What does he do? Full-sized butterfinger. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Is it false or true? Is it fill in the blank? Are there options to rank? Derek's got his feet up here. He's uh, making sure that no mouse runneth across his feet. Yeah, so the other night our cat was snooping around the uh, couch and getting all excited, and then the mouse runs out, and the cat chases it, and they're going back and forth for a little while, and at one point the cat gets it in his in her mouth and is uh, flopping it around, and then drops it down the thing scampers off and she never finds it again so there's a a wounded mouse at large in our house well i was hoping, anyway, yeah, i was hoping that the cat would injure it and the mouse would be like okay i gotta go tell my friends yeah, yeah. that we gotta stay out All of right. there that there's a cat but yeah surrender. according to our cat's behavior they're still at large they're still at large they they well maybe went and got his buddies and said we're going to defeat this thing once and for all. And this is like a Disney movie in the making. There's a mouse army heading towards the uh, pantry. Welcome to, to Mona and Derek's, Derek's Quiz Show. My name's Mona. My name's Derek. We're a couple, couple. of... Couple. Freaks. We are friends. Friends. And well, more. More. <laughs> And friends and more friends. and every week we like to quiz each other In but first places. we like to chomp the yeah we like to chomp at the bit yeah okay so if we um, got a finger on the pulse of update society. on what our kids are like uh we have three sons yep. and um it's amazing you know people say oh people older than you that have multiple kids they'll yeah, tell they you say? They'll say something along the lines of, like, they just are who they are. 
you know, it's amazing how different they turn out. Uh-huh. You throw in the same genes and I yeah. mean, you roll the dice. Yeah. And and it's like when you go to Chipotle and you can mm-hmm. bark out the same order, but you get a different kid behind the cash register and the burrito's going to turn out wrapped and diff and tight or loose. Oh my god, are you okay? Is it the first day of the job? Did you just fall asleep while you were saying that? I think I lost you to Night Night. Well, uh, uh, see, he's got his feet up from the mouse and now he's all cozy. Good night and good luck, America. I'm well, Walter Cronkite. Okay, so our kids do this thing where they get sick, but they we kind of know they're sick before they do because they start to act oh, like yeah. real jerks and yep. then it's like oh here it comes okay here comes an illness you're yelling at me about the brand of ketchup i squirted on your plate okay what's going on yeah so anyways um we have strep in the house again yeah it's not to yeah. brag not to brag <laughs> but we're pretty good at putting things in our mouth uh wait uh, one of our kids keeps <laughs> chewing on things at school, we think. Yeah. yeah. And is just, uh, you know, licking doorknobs, you name it. Yeah. Bringing Shaking it home. hands, kissing babies. Well, so one of our sons turned to me and said, Mom, I have strep again. I can feel it in my throat. Yeah. And sure enough, they had strep. But meanwhile, the other one, uh, who also had strep, kept yelling at us i'm not sick yeah yeah one i'm of them, not sick one of them insists that he is always sick and the other one uh is not sick even if he's got a 104 and is bleeding from the eyeballs <laughs> but and do you want to tell uh you want to tell him what what that one did when they tried to swab his throat oh yeah yeah so you know they they gotta stick the what do you call that q-tip into the back of the throat and get a good swab and so the six-year-old goes first he's brave but doesn't like it i mean it's an unpleasant experience oh it it makes you gag it's gross yeah they really wave that thing around back there like they're carving the inside of a pumpkin and uh so then it's the three-year-old's turn and he's not having it a very forceful young feller he's strong stronger than you should be with a three-year-old brain yeah he's a stripping young lad as it turns out and so he starts fighting and screaming and um were you were you holding him down well yeah so i'm trying to hold him down this nice uh, nurse is being very patient and she sticks the tongue suppressor in there to try to push it down to because he's not going to do that willingly and he bites down (laughs) on the little popsicle stick thing and starts to (laughs) crack right there (laughs) And, uh, uh-oh, okay. So then the doctor's like, basically, we don't have to do it. Yeah. Or we can get a second nurse. And I appreciate you getting a second nurse because you know if what? he hadn't gotten swabbed, we would still have strep. That's very true. So thank you. So, yeah, I said. Did we uh, give the medicine tonight? You know what? Yes, I did. Oh, thank you. So I said, I'm about to walk, but let's give it one more go, baby. And one more roll of the dice. So we called in a second nurse, and she manhandled him into submission. Bada bang, bada boom. This is the child that required uh, three workers 
and me to hold him down for an x-ray at 18 months. Yeah, for a broken so. collarbone. And you know, it's just so interesting because you, you talk to him, he he understands, and then and then something, he, he, he leaves us. Yep. His eyes... His eyes go purple and he's uh, ready to rage. Yeah, the Q-tips come out and he says, I shall go down like General Custer. Nobody's swabbing me. You know, the other day Derek was reminiscing about uh, his first mozzarella stick. And I just wanted to let you guys know that (laughs) he listened to, he was editing our pod. Yeah. Listened to the episode a few episodes ago about him eating 11 mozzarella sticks in one sitting, and then he still has good feelings about him. Yeah, oh yeah, and great feelings, and it triggered a core memory of when I first discovered mozzarella sticks. I don't know what age it was, but the little restaurant in Altoona, Iowa, called the Sugar Shack. Uh, a bit of a retro '50s throwback checkerboard floor, old jukebox, and I saw mozzarella sticks on the menu, and I said, hey, "What's that all about? Let's do that." So could you read it, or did somebody say there's mozzarella sticks? You know what? I think I was old enough to read it. I feel like mozzarella sticks uh, didn't really come into the culture until until yeah. I was a little bit older. Yeah. I was probably 12, 10 to 12. What do you think's better, a mozzarella stick or a fried pickle? Oh, boy. A bit of a Sophie's choice there. Call uh, in. Write in. Let us know. You know what? I'm going mod stick, but mm. but uh, many apologies to the pickle community. I think those are a close second. Anywho, shout oh, out to the Sugar Shack for providing shout me out with to that the life sugar changing shack. experience. Uh, oh yeah, remember the other day when I was like, I should get some AirPods, and then no, I don't remember that. Oh, just they're Air- called AirPods. Oh. <laughs> and um but you you being my husband of of my partner for so long you seem to there's a lot of times that i say things and you don't correct me you just act like Uh, airbuds is what they're called which is very polite but you did also very politely tell me that i can't keep track of my wired headphones well this is true uh but maybe you know the untethered can you imagine how many minutes I would keep track of a pair of AirPods? <laughs> It'd be like four minutes, and I would I would be so confused. Like, what yeah. happened? Yeah, you'd make it through one Phil Collins song listening to him, and then never shall be seen again. And then I'd crochet some sort of device to keep them together. Yeah. And, and then I would just end up with wired pods again. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the way of the samurai. Do you, do you want to ask me questions first, or you should I what? ask you questions that's, first? That's not a bad idea at all. Let's do this. I uh, recently watched a great documentary on HBO about the musician Kenny G, the saxophone aficionado. Okay. And... You know what? It was a great doc. I highly recommend it. It's so it's like HBO something? Yeah, they've got this music box series of documentaries. I've watched almost all of them, and they're all really good. But it's called Listening to Kenny G. What are the other and ones? like? 
Uh, you got the Woodstock 99 one. Oh, okay. Which was okay, but I thought the uh, Netflix Woodstock 99 one was better. Was it Netflix? Now I can't remember which was which. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Netflix was the newer one that came out. Uh, there's a Alanis Morissette one on there. Mm. There's a Juice World, young uh, hip-hop star that left us before his time. Okay. And so quite the one? variety. There's a big variety. And so the Kenny G one was good. It kind of explores like why he's such a polarizing figure in music. They talked to a lot of people that hate him, and then he's you know he's in it, and they talked to him a lot. Seems like a good sport about all of it. Yeah. But anyway, some interesting Kenny G facts. It's cool that he's in it. If people are talking doo doo about him. Yeah, he's a he's a jolly soul. Doesn't seem to care about any criticism, but you well, know, he's rolling in it. Yeah, he's making six million a day. So uh, go ahead and hate my suck tunes. my kiss. That's what, <laughs> would say. That's what he'd say. So here's some fun facts about Kenny that I learned from the film. I don't think these are spoilers. These are just widely available facts. Uh, all right, the Kenny. Wait, let's see. Which one do I want to do first? The Kenny. The Kenny. The Kenny. Yeah, this will do this order. The Kenny G song Going Home has become an unofficial national song in China that is widely played during what occasion? So basically the whole country has adopted this song as something that everybody recognizes Really? for this occasion. Is, is it, it the Oh, are there options? There's options. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Is it funerals? The beginning of sporting events? Uh, the end of the work day or during colorectal surgery. Oh, girl. <laughs> Cute. Um, the sports one. It's the end of the work day. <gasps> really? Or so basically like end of the work day or like a business is closing for the day or anything like it's basically just a signal like All right, it's their closing time, time. Time to go. Yeah, it's their closing time by Semisonic. That's a great tune as well. Uh, Wait, can I play? Yeah, pull up going play? home. Okay. I don't even think it was like a huge hit for him here. It just like somehow made its way to China. And he even says in the doc, like he's not really entirely sure how it happened. So this thing comes on, you know, that you got to yeah. uh, pick up your last few items of produce and head to the checkout seems like I a mean, good it, song for it you can see that yeah i can see like, just time to go being in the middle of something and looking up and just walking towards the door there it is da, da, da. gotta go home right now fold the freaking laundry because it's Never ending the cycle of living. living survivors on tonight. Alright, so that's that was. one. <laughs> Do you want to keep riffing on this? No. Yeah, no, I don't want to keep riffing on it. Let's Just kidding. Riffing. No, keep no, you go. Uh okay, next question. In nineteen ninety-nine, Mr. Kenneth G released a single in which I think he did a whole album of stuff like this, but 
His uh, single, which he overdubbed himself, playing a posthumous duet with a deceased jazz musician. So, like, he took the old song and just, like, played saxophone over the top of it. Okay. Uh, This caused kind of a backlash in the jazz community, and jazz guitarist (laughs) Pat Metheny published a scathing critique in which he called it musical necrophilia. Yeah, that's not okay. And and he said that... uh, well, you know, that's part of the debate. Hop on Reddit and find your fellow community members and voice your opinion. Uh, and he said that it created a new low point in modern culture. So which mm-hmm. musician's song did Kenny play over? Was it Miles Davis, Louis Armstrong, Billie Holiday, or Shifty Shellshock from Crazy Town? <laughs> I guess... Uh, Louis Armstrong. It was Louis. It was uh, What a Wonderful World. And he's going, I think to myself. Should we try that one too? Uh, Yeah, we could turn that on a little bit. Uh oh. Uh -oh. I hear a little baby stirring in his bed. Mommy, you. Mommy, you. Where the hell are you? There was some precedent for it because a few years earlier, Nat King Cole's daughter, I believe was named Natalie King Cole. Um, she did a duet with over her father's music. Her father. And so, yeah, people were like, well, that's different. Here he goes. How's that legal? Uh, I think that he got permission from like the estate that okay. owns the rights to the to the tunes. So, I mean, what a piercing saxophone! <laughs> there it is. There it is. I mean, okay. What a wonderful world is kind of public domain isn't it that's that was some people's argument like, it's like this is i not guess i thought you're talking about piece. some like yeah you know they have uh, played it in an episode of home improvement when they thought that one of the kids was dying of cancer or something you remember that episode i yes. remember being freaked out by it as a kid they they made a big deal about this episode where maybe one of the kids was gonna die on home improvement and uh he doesn't he turns it around but they he turns it around. Okay. No. <laughs> oh boy. Not the the writers turned the plot the, around because the he, writers they yes. were waiting for some doctor results or something, and it came back benign, just like was Mark Goth caller. though. Was Mark Goth at the time? I don't think I th- he was. He wasn't then. That was just one episode, wasn't it? Where he goes Goth, or is he Goth oh. for a while? Maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Well, anyway, so they played that song on there, and it was uh, emotional. Our life is like home improvement. We have three sons. Wow. Wow. And I often go, Yeah. (laughs) And we have that neighbor that peeks over the fence. Pikachu? Pikachu. Over Uh, the retaining wall. Yeah, Wilson was the- He gets on a- Is his name Wilson? 10-foot ladder and- uh, Yeah, Wilson. Wait, 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 back to Kenny G. I want to hear another one. Wait, something just happened in my head where I went, wait, Wilson, that was also the name of the volleyball from Castaway. 
And in my and I was thinking of Tim Allen and Tom Hanks as the same guy for a second, but then I went, okay, those are two different uh, actors. Wow, it's all connected. It's all connected, man. Well, Tim Allen and Tom Hanks are uh, Woody and Buzz Lightyear on Toy oh, Story, aren't they? So, yep. Six Degrees of totally. Kevin's Bacon. World famous best friends. Yeah, world famous besties. Anyways, last question here about Mr. Kenny. Rumor has it that uh, Kenny G may possibly have made more money from a very early investment in a certain company than he has with his entire music career. What? People speculate. I don't think he's uh, answered on the record one way or another. But which business was he one of the very first backers for? Was it Starbucks, Facebook, Tesla, or Spencer's Gifts? Starbucks, Facebook, Tesla, or Spencer's? Uh, Starbucks. It was Starbucks. Wow. So in the mid-80s, Kenny met uh, Howard Schultz, the CEO or whatever, founder, who had just acquired a local coffee chain called Starbucks, and Kenny took some of his uh, music earnings and made an investment. A pre-IPO, which I had to look up what that means. IPO is a initial public offering. Okay. So before they even, before you could even buy stocks in it publicly. Can you imagine Can having a musician it? husband? That even... well, that sounded really evil. What I just said. No, <laughs> you got a musician husband. He's making like <laughs> three hundred bucks a show. He brings in. Uh, well, a, a little bit of money, and he comes home, and he's like, "Honey, babe, I made some money, I but I invested it. I met this guy Howard, and I invested in it in his magic beans yeah, store. He says this thing's gonna go he nationwide. Says everybody's gonna, gonna love coffee. Yeah, and there's gonna be like seven of them in every small town in America. They're gonna be and across the street from each other. She says, hey, "Listen, take your saxophone and get the heck out of here." But yeah, so yeah, that. nobody knows how much he invested, but supposedly if it was a sizable amount, it could be worth hundreds of millions of dollars today. Wow. So not only is he a saxman, but he's a savvy stocksman. Kenny G's Louise. Kenny G's to relax on the money. All right, I have some questions for you about uh an American uh, okay. Which one? Restaurant. Oh, chilies. Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers, all right. And I can't remember why I started writing about Fuddruckers, but I did. You ever I been did. to Fuddruckers? I don't think I've ever nope. stepped foot in a Fuddruckers. I have not. That's you know, the... I was watching the show Killing It. Okay. I wonder if they had a Fuddruckers reference in it. Great you, show. You wonder if they did. Oh, then that's how you got the idea. Yeah. yeah I just right. have been sitting here like, why did I write a quiz about Fuddruckers? Yeah. Well... I should do. I should go there sometime. You can't eat anything at a Fuddruckers, but I can watch you. It's on the bucket list, you know. Is it? Eat at Fuddruckers before I kick the old bucket. Um, okay, can you spell Fuddruckers? I want to go get the power cord real quick. Uh, I'll answer it then. I don't believe you. You're gonna go look it up on your phone. Fud. Well, oh, okay. Let's do this now as the ship goes down on this sailing. No, no. Go get the battery. Go F. get the cord because if okay. it dies. It's going to take forever. You're doing a great job. <laughs> he's so fast. He's going so fast, he's going to slip on his slippery socks. I don't know why he doesn't have his slippies on. Slippers. Isn't that interesting? They're called slippers? They prevent you from slipping. <gasps> 
He did it. There goes my hero. I panicked because the uh, screen went to sleep at 1%, and I said, by galley, if that thing goes. If that goes. All right, spell Fuddruckers. F-U-D-D-R-U-C-K-E-R. Apostrophe, yes. Is it apostrophe? I don't know. Or is it multiple Fuddruckers? <laughs> I guess I thought it was multiple Fuddruckers. Or is it a guy whose name is Fuddrucker, and it's his restaurant? Oh. How you doing? I don't know. Let me, re- let's do this quiz and then you can. Uh... His name is Chuck Fuddrucker. <laughs> uh, it's an American fast casual franchise restaurant chain that specializes in hamburgers. Stop. You're making me hungry. The Fuddrucker's concept is a, is to offer large hamburgers in which the meat <laughs> is ground on site. And buns are break, <laughs> baked on the premises. Wow. I remember why I really? started asking questions, because they're our sponsor this week. Hey, Use the code out. Mona and Derek's <laughs> Quiz Show at FUDRUCKERS.org. Are we getting in trouble for pretending that people are sponsors so often? <laughs> no, we might lose one of our six <laughs> listeners. That's According to Wikipedia, it's sometimes abbreviated at... <laughs> Guess what the abbreviation is? Some people call it F F R. They call it FUDS. FUDS McKenzie. Uh, I'm still kind of baffled by the baking their own buns on site. Yeah. They got a freaking baker back there. You know what? What? It's you're confused. What they really have is a wood stove in the back. Okay. And when it's cold, they put their little butts next to it and they warm their buns okay so the chefs are back there toasting up their tuchus yeah toasting their booties yeah um okay it it was founded in san antonio texas and i think this is going to answer a question what is Um, the meaning of all this and the oh wait no it's not okay maybe it is (laughs) Uh, edit this out (laughs) um okay it was founded in san antonio texas and it was originally called Fred Tucker's? Oh, oh, wait. These are options. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying if that Friendly was Friendly Truckers. Friendly Truckers. Freddy Fuddruckers. Okay. Or the Fried Tickler. I'm going to go Freddy Fuddruckers. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. So, so it, is- it is possessive. So before when I said that this would explain things, it's because I was just giving you the freaking answer i don't uh fuddruckers was i missed it if you gave me the answer fuddruckers was cited in the 2006 american science fiction comedy film directed by mike judge idiocracy okay to show the slow devolution of society as the chain's name changes from the family-friendly fuddruckers to the adult-oriented yeah, you look That's, it up, folks. You look it up. Okay. Yeah, the the restaurant sometimes made controversial decisions. Wow. For example, in 2010, it began enforcing which of these policies? Is this in real life or in real accuracy? life? Okay. Um, I accidentally just read you a thing that's not relevant. Okay. So the idiocracy is not relevant yeah, at all. No, but but I, it does feel like the beginning of the end a little bit. Yeah. Even records. before it was on idiocracy. Yeah. Uh, no weapons, no oh, cell on. phones, no children, or no whale tails. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
gosh. And this was controversial? Yes. I mean, I want to go weapons, but I can't imagine that's that controversial. Uh, children. Let's, let's spice uh, it up. It was no weapons. No uh, weapons. A no weapons policy insisted that patrons should not carry visible pistols. And they basically got a huge backlash. Okay. Um, from the from the Fuddruckers types. Yes. Well, yeah. From no the, offense. Yeah. If you if you enjoy the restaurant. Oh, you could have a visible pistol if you were a security official. For the restaurant, or just in general, you work in security. Uh yeah. Like, you just hey, had I to just, say, "Sorry, I work in security." Yeah, I just got off work down at the Dave Matthews concert over at the. Uh, chicken stop arena and um, I've got a pistol on my hip because that's how we do it I don't have another Fuddruckers quiz question but I do have one more question I'm going to do it on okay because I saw today that Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles broke up Wild Styles. what is Olivia Olivia's uh, maiden name. Gotta be Her honest, last name is not Wild. Is. is it okay. Olivia Cockblock? <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Cockburn? Hey. Olivia Cockatoo? <laughs> Which one of those? Uh, I'd have to go with B. <laughs> Cockburn. <laughs> but... I do. Isn't that wild? That is a wild Cockburn. last name. There is that uh, Yikes. musician Bruce Cockburn, but I I thought I heard it pronounced one time, and they said Coburn. Oh. Like maybe it's not actually pronounced Cockburn. Coburn. Coburn. So. Oh, imagine like people reading your name, and you're yeah, just, you're like, just like, it's Coburn. It's actually, or or you just like switch it because you don't want to have to say it like it started out as cockburn but now i just go by coburn anyways well if you do experience that you might want to see a doctor i got something to plug saturday the third i will be at backcountry in Back. Beaverdale, Iowa, from 2 to 5 p.m. I'll have some calendars, art prints, stickers, patches. You name it. A few things. And maybe I'll see you there. Hey, maybe we'll see you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, check out our pictures on Instagram, Mona and Dick's yep. Quiz Show. Rate us. Rate review. us. Review. Send What's us. the other thing? Email? Yeah, send us cash in the mail. No, you can check out RamonaMuseLambert.com for all your, not all, some of your holiday needs. Some, yeah. Unless you just want to give everybody a calendar. A sexy dishwasher magnet or a calendar. Color your calendar. Stuff those stockings before they hatch. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Later, Gator.